This episode is brought to you by Lee. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit to your body, not to some passing fad or body shape ideal. That's why Lee makes denim that gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. And you can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, L-E-E.com, that's L-E-E.com, to shop spring looks now. Hello and welcome to the UAP Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's going on? I'm great. Um, things are going. <laughs> yeah. You know? just, just another day in paradise? Just another day in, uh, in quarantine. Yeah, uh, or or like half quarantine, whatever this is, a uh, foot out the door or whatever we're doing right now, right? Doesn't yeah, well, I don't know like, what you what do you call it now? I don't even know. You call it uh the You call it, um, I call I call it regular life with a lot more judgment. Yeah. <laughs> Watchful eyes. I mean, the conversations I have with my parents and them and I I know we've talked about this a little bit before, but like the world we know, we know a combination of the real world and the internet world. Yeah. And my parents just know the real world and have no idea how that could translate to they the don't know what's world. going on. They have no idea. It's like, it's, it's really kind of bizarre, but uh, I, so like well, I hear them say things and like my mom will say something. I'll go easy, easy and she's like what and i know what she means when she says certain things but i'm like you have to understand like where are you right. saying these things uh that's not the right opinion right now to just be airing anywhere it's like you wouldn't be you wouldn't survive one day online <laughs> <laughs> yeah my mom they're not one day in my in my shoes in my internet shoes um what's going on at betches anything specific um Nothing that I can reveal just yet. Got some exciting stuff coming up um, in the next month or two, but just stay tuned. Follow us. You'll see some announcements being made pretty soon that I can't share quite Ooh, yet. That's always the most fun announcements, the pre-announcement announcement. I know. So, over I so, so, that, so that it's so overhyped that whatever yeah. the actual thing is, people like don't care. It's my least... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's my least favorite facebook post and i i'm i asked you and so i put you on the spot it's not like i i think <laughs> i've you got do some this. exciting things coming <laughs> i got some exciting things coming as if we're like oh i can't tell you yet and it's like oh oh no oh my god like like as if i'm waiting on what right. fucking you know rachel goldberg from new jersey's doing at 34 like i i don't give a shit you know well, like, yeah <laughs> that's like that's what weeks. we say like the internet versus uh versus real life you did such a funny um tweet i think it was about people moving out of new york and their announcements and i had just seen like three of them that looked exactly like that it was like so on point so the funny moving out of, the moving <laughs> out of new york announcements are like i don't know who that's for all the per pronouncements and I, I don't know if people outside the New York area have this with other towns but I'm sure they have a version I think anyone leaving a city for this new lifestyle you see these Instagram posts or these Facebook posts or whatever social media you're on and it's like back in 
this journey all started and we're like what <laughs> like, right just leave right just leave. we all we're all leave if we're gonna leave we're gonna all leave for the same reason for uh, a cheaper apartment with more space yeah or or a yard That's all the or announcement you had kids. has to say yeah, yeah. yeah i and i don't think you grew any more than i've grown these times trials tribulations moves uh sunday fun days like we get it we fucking and i i the same thing kind of like the same chill went down my spine when people were doing their like love letter to new york when they were leaving for the quarantine oh like, yeah there was a lot of that where they'd post a black and I white picture you, new york. Of, yeah of new york crowds, oh, new <laughs> oh the days and it's like you should be quieter about this i don't i don't think people right. understand that like the, a lot of these are like outing themselves as pieces of shit. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's like, oh, you running away, and that you have to tell us that, like, oh, New York, I'll see you once again one day. And it's like, all right, leave. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, right. Sometimes silence is just the uh, the best way to go. That's what I've learned. Yeah, your 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 motto on that is always rung true. Um, don't speak unless you can improve upon the silence. Yeah, I think, I think the you're Gandhi very, motto. <laughs> yeah, and you're very good at it. I'm bad at that. I speak to fill the you know the airways. No, yours but. is usually like an entertaining. <laughs> it bright it brightens the world every time. I try, I try my best. Uh, on my end, I don't have anything cooking except Charleston, <gasps> except. South Carolina. Char Charleston, South Carolina. When is that? Remind the the listeners. The, August nineteenth and twentieth. So next week, um, come on out. Bring a crew, only 90 seats. Uh, I hope that this announcement is all for naught. I hope it's already sold out, but get those tickets. You might be too late, losers. That's Just right, kidding. losers. Jaredfree.com. <laughs> that's my website. Um, all Both of the dates are on my website, jaredfree.com. I'm also coming to Cleveland. Cleveland, that's right. The uh, Come on out. Hilarities. Both shows, all these shows are social distanced. There has been thought put into the scenario that you're walking into. Uh, especially Charleston's outside. It's, it's, you know, socially distanced. You have your own picnic table with your friends and all that stuff. Uh, but that's what I've got going on. What, what's, what are we talking about today, Jordana? Today we are talking about how to turn a sexting, a sexting situation into a dating situation. Can you go the other way? Can you go from sexting to like more serious? Is that, the question basically well i'll read the email and then we can sort Give of the email decipher. A shot I, I i have a lot of opinions on this because i got asked a this is something that's like i get the question read the email i get the question but i'm always like I, i'm always like i can't what are you doing to yourselves that's what i like my that's my <laughs> first like stop doing this to yourselves you and it's and yourselves, I mean women. Like, I, I don't mean to put this on a certain gender or whatever, but this is like, this email, and I've read it already, is like actually foreign to me. But go ahead. Hi, guys. <laughs> no, <laughs> and thank you for writing in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I'm saying I, this is foreign to me as far as the language is concerned. I've heard this question a lot, though. All right. Hi, guys. Huge fan of your show ever since I moved to the city. I'm 23, and I've left the city to quarantine with my family since March. I've been using Hinge, but find it hard at my, at my age that most guys do not want a texting relationship while we were both not back in the city yet. About a month ago, I met a guy on Hinge, and we were texting and Snapchatting. One thing led to another, and we ended up sexting. 
the sexting became a usual thing intermixed with casual conversation about our lives <laughs> send me a picture of your well, boob the- and also how was your day <laughs> <laughs> That is, but uh, she she's written. What she wrote is actual is the actuality. No, I get it. Like, I get it. Just yeah, thinking like, of them like immediately before, uh, like, and have you seen this movie? Like, let, let me see that nipple. Oh yeah. How's your grandma you know, doing? <laughs> I just, you know, I just signed up for Disney Plus. Uh, it's got a lot of good stuff. Now touch yourself. Exactly. <laughs> um, but that is what it is. Like when you're yeah. sexting with someone. Especially when you get into these textual relationships, this is the way it goes. Like it, it is a little weird, it is a little awkward, but it also like it's only awkward when you rise out of your own body and look down on yourself. Right. You know what if, I'm you talking were, about? if you read the whole thing at once, yeah. it's it's awkward. But I get it it happens. That makes on sense. On its own, it makes a lot of sense. So the sexting became a usual thing with intermixed with casual conversation. We talk frequently about how we are going to meet up in the city when we're both back. By sexting him, have I set the tone for myself to just be a to be just a hookup? I think this guy seems cool and I'm interested in actually trying to date this guy. How do I proceed from here? Thanks. Let me read the sentence that really speaks to me as far as like something and I don't mean to sound a certain way, and I'm sure I sound awful to people might be it's their first time listening to the podcast but this is something women do to themselves by texting him i have have i set the tone for myself to be judged as just or let me read this as i i can't even read words by texting him have i set the tone for myself to be just a quote-unquote hookup explain that to me explain what that means that that to me, yeah. What does that? Mean? I I understand what that means, but what does that sentence? Does that sentence she's speak saying? To you? Has she put herself in the category of a girl that I'm gonna? If I'm a if I'm a guy and I'm categorizing girls, as you've said that sometimes you do when you're looking through something like a dating app, or there's girls that you hook up with and then girls that you might date, right? So she's saying, have I, I put myself in this other category of like I'd have sex with her, but I wouldn't date her. So I I think when I say, like, I think, like, let's go back to what a lot of guys say in these apps. What a lot of guys say in these apps is they go, yeah, I'm looking to, like, hang out and be casual. And if something gets more serious, then I would go for it. Right. Don't they all say that? That is, and, and I think what women do a lot is women like to organize. They organize their friend group. That's my best friend. And that's my friend I go to lunch with. And that's the friend I text in a group chat. There's this organizational, like women are constantly Marie Kondoing their lives with like you, labels. And, but oh, go ahead. You've, I feel like you've said that before. You've said like, there are certain things. If you were to look at a girl's like Instagram or something, some so that there are, there is a certain categorization in your mind of like, yeah, I don't know if I date that person, but I'd sleep with her. Well, I would say there's less categories. I would say it's, yeah, I'd <laughs> those fuck. are the only two. <laughs> yeah, those are the only two. But it's like, but like, I, I, I don't think it's as <clears throat> maybe I've 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 over said that maybe because I, okay. I, I don't see it as I don't see I, I, every guy has done. Yeah, I'd fuck. And okay. then it's and then it's would I go on the date? I don't think it. And I think it has less to do with things that have happened like 
the idea that like this woman is because she sexted that this guy is like, how could I ever marry that trash? Like, that's not how guys are thinking at all. It is it is way less organized than like I had a woman. She wrote me a DM and it was like she was saying this guy on Tinder wants to date. I thought Tinder's just a hookup app. And it's like, no, you consider it a hookup app. That guy consider it, it considers it a meet chicks to fuck and see what happens app. Okay. So you know, you're so, saying the sexting won't have any effect on this guy's desire to date her if that if he so desires. No, I, I would I would say that. But I would also say that his that sexting might have been all he wanted the whole time. So like it, right. it, it it's not that you are less worthy. Like the idea that because you sexed, you are less worthy for right. a relationship is absolutely ridiculous. And it's not as plotted out as maybe I think a lot of women do this thing where they're like, there has to be a reason. There has to be a reason. And then they figure out the reason that's like kind of the most evil to themselves. Like, 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 well, I guess I was some sort of whore and that's, he would never date me. And it's like, well, no, that guy just wasn't even, he was looking for sexting the right. whole time, because, you know, like, well, I think the the real thing is it's like, he was looking for sexting the whole time, but the only way for you to know if that's all he was looking for is to not do it. Yes. Well, right. this is, so the that's, the, that's really, I think like the, not the issue. Cause like everyone is free to sext or sleep with or do whatever, whoever they want. But I think that there is a sense of like when women, when I think when, when we, when we interpret these, and you're looking at like, well, why would a woman ever say this? It's like she's saying this because she's like, how do I now figure out if that's all so, he wants versus not? So that that that's a that's the better story. Fra- that's the more empowering but, phrasing, I guess, sh- of it rather than like, did I ruin this whole thing by sure. sexting him too early? That's the thing, because what the, the way this email comes in, the way the question is presented, it acts as if she had nothing to gain from sexting. She. She could have had I'm, I'm she got something out of it, too. Like, let's not just make it like, well, I sent these nudes because he kept begging and that was the only way I was going to get to a relationship or that was the only way I was going to keep this going. If you felt that way, you shouldn't have sent them in the first place. And and mm-hmm. I I know that's easy to say and that takes a lot of more confidence and everything I'm saying isn't this isn't made to make her feel bad. But if you're sending sexting with someone. I would assume and hope that you are both doing it because you're both getting good feelings out of it. I would hope like it's it, well, I think female. that's usually more true for the men. I think the, that if a woman is doing it, she's there's a part of her that's probably doing it. I mean, that's not to say that that she couldn't have initiated or she couldn't really wanted to. But I think like a lot of the times it happens that the guy initiates it and the girl's like, well, I feel like this is like an intimate thing. And like, I feel like, some sort of trust with this person and like I don't want to like ruin the vibe by not doing it. Yeah, I I mean that is a that's a sad reality. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's a reality and a and and a little bit like well then you have to think of like well what do you want out of this? Like well that's what I'm saying. That's I think what sh- if I'm if I'm reading this like like this would happen like if if I were her I'm reading it like she did. She sort of like started doing that 
sort of like passively, not like she's like really aggressively tried to be sexting. She sort of like did it passively because like in the moment it kind of seemed like a fun thing to do. But now she's kind of like, well, I really want something more out of this. Sure. And so I, how do I, you know? So how do I go from here? And I, I, yeah. I do have an answer for that. And it's a, it, but, but to go back a little bit, there could be different categories. You know, if we were going to Marie Kondo, these people, okay. um, there could be women out there that are like, I love sexting. This is a great time. They, th- those people exist. Sure. There, there could be the, the scenario that you're presenting where it's, you know, that was the vibe and we were sexting and, you know, I'm happy I did it and I had a good time, but also like, where does this land me? Right. That person can exist. And also the person out there could be listening that's like, I would never sex someone I've never met. And, th- and that the, all three categories are A-OK. Exist. Yeah. And they exist. They are A-OK. But also all three categories don't lock you into that category. If you're the one that was mm. having fun and showing a titty and seeing a cock and, <laughs> you know, virtually rubbing his nut, like, good for you. And you're dancing. And then all of a sudden you're like, ah, the music's over. I want to go on a real date. You don't have to submit yourself to this, like, you know, shameful walk of Game of Thrones. Shame. Right. You know, like, you don't have to do that. I, I think you have to, and I, 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 you have to also not take it personally. If you're sexting with someone, you've been shopping at their ice cream shop. And if you say, well, now I want pizza, you got to give the ice cream shop a, cha- shop a chance to go in the back and make some pizza or say, we don't serve pizza here. Right. So, and, yeah. So I guess for your, what you're saying for her is the only way she's going to find it. She didn't ruin anything, but the only way she's going to find out if sexting was the only thing he wanted all along is to see if he, you know, yeah, if you, she suggests a date and he doesn't, and he goes. You, yeah. You have to be okay. <laughs> you have to be okay. Losing the sexting. You have to say, okay, this is over, but uh, I'd like to go out. And you, and you could say, like, I don't think, like, his vision of you, it's not his vision of you, it's his vision of what he wants to do. You know what I mean? Right. It, it, it's not like he's sitting there being like, well, this to- this bitch is just my sexton bitch. Gotta, you know, it's like, I don't think it's as, like, and also this relates to how men are built and, like, the laziness and the clunkiness and the, we're just, there's a way less plotting than maybe there is on the female side of things. Like this right. guy is like, we got to sexting. This is great. I like seeing titty. And now it's like, and now she can say no more titty, but I'm happy. Let's go get drinks. And, and that's how I would present it. If I were her, I would go, Hey, listen, uh, this has been a lot of fun, but like I'm down to get drinks. Now that things have opened up. That's, and then you just stop talking. You just right. say, I'm down to get drinks well, now the, that yeah. things are opened up. And that's up. the you, hard she, part. Yeah. And that's, that's what you have to part. do to figure out if he was just interested in the sexting all along. And the same could go for like, well, I mean, like now it's more sexting, but in the past it was like, I slept with him on the first date. Like, that's yeah. fine that you did that. Maybe you just, maybe like you can change the plan. You can say, that's not all I want to do. Yeah. I, 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 I think hold, holding yourself to this idea that this guy sees you as a categorized version of a human is holding yourself back from asking for the things you want. And I, and I, and I, some of this sounds like I'm like, you know, I I've had people DM me recently, like, thank you for leading the charge on feminist 
you know, owning your standards. I'm like, no, it's just how I would do it. Jared like, <laughs> Reed is the feminist icon that, that we've been yeah, waiting right. for. <laughs> the most glorious Steinem. That is the most embarrassing <laughs> thing in the entire world. All I'm saying is that these guys are acting selfishly. And I think she needs to act a little more selfishly too. Hey, I love sexting with you. Now I'd love to go on a date. Can you do that? Yes, no. All right, you have my number. Make it fucking happen. And I think that's kind of the, I think like men get such a bad name because we are acting selfishly. And I think women would be do, do well being a little more selfish, being like, well, if you're not going to do what I want to fucking do, I'll find someone else who does. And that's kind of what these right. sexting guys do. When, when they don't go on the date, they go, well, I'll just find a new person to sext with. And you say, well, good luck. And it's like, yeah, good fucking luck. I got the, I got the app in my pocket. You do too. Go find someone who wants to do what you want to fucking do. I agree. I you know? think that's a I think that's a very empowering message. <laughs> Can you imagine if it was like go find someone else? That's the empowering message. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's harder. It, I think it's more like have the like, you know, have the confidence, and which is like obviously have the confidence that's like saying like don't worry about it. Um, have the confidence yeah. to know that this guy doesn't want to go on dates with you. Someone else will. Yeah, I think it's an assessment of like you have to always be checking in with yourself. What do I want? And right. I, I think a lot of people forget to ask that. Like they, they, they want someone else to give them permission to ask for the thing they want. And it's like, right. you're never going to get that. They're going to do what's every we live. And I know a lot of people don't want to hear these, the, these types of things these days. And, you know, a lot of times I, you know, a lot of dating advice I give is just repurposed economics uh, classes that I've taken and it's like we live in an incentivized world. Like people act in their own best interest. And there's a lot of guys out there that their their best interest is a blowjob without having to meet your parents. That's right. their best interest. And for women, I think it's about living a life that's like intentional, that's done like, yeah. you know what I mean? If you want something to not like wait for someone to offer it to you, but to like state what you want and then just accept that those who aren't willing to give you what you want are not the right match for you. Yeah, totally. And, and you know, it is funny that a I don't want to be labeled as just a hookup could be some sort of empowering thing. It is <laughs> I, 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 it is very small, but small things are like, you know, I think lead to bigger changes in general. Like and I, you're right. I think restructuring the question to make it more like about her needs and her wants like we've just did is like the really the empowering thing because it's the same. Her question is just like uh, like. Putting it all on what he wants. Yeah. And to restructure it, I really can. If you, if you change the way you think about something, that really can change your outcome also. So I was scrolling through my feed like I do, and I recently learned something. Did you know that most bedding is made with harsh chemicals like formaldehyde, synthetic pesticides, and toxic dyes? That made me totally rethink my bedding. Thankfully, one company is changing the standard for good. Bowl and Branch. Bowl and Branch makes the softest, most luxurious sheets without any toxins or harsh chemicals. I will tell you this. If you go watch my apartment tour, the sheets on my bed are Bowl and Branch. I put them on my bed immediately. I put them in the wash. Then I put them on my bed. 
They're so comfortable. You can see them on my bed. They look good. They're hotel quality. I love my bowl and branch sheets. You can really feel the difference. And if your commitment issues get in the way, they have a 30-night worry-free guarantee. They feel buttery soft yet super breathable so you don't have to worry about getting hot and doing the one leg out, one leg under thing. Bowl and branch signature sheets come in 13 super classy colors. They have all sizes from twin up to California king. Sleep better at night with the softest sheets from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your first order when you use promo code UUP at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowlandbranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com. Promo code UUP. Exclusions apply. See site for details. You know I love Skims underwear, but now that their bra line is out, it's all I ever want to wear. Hands down, the no-show Belkinette bra from Skims is the sexiest bra I own. It provides support but keeps my natural shape and it's invisible under clothing. I love my Skims wireless form bra. It's so comfortable, but it still does the job. It feels like it's lifted. I know where everything is. That's a big issue for me. I want to make sure that like everything is where it's supposed to be, but it also looks really cute. It's not like some like scary looking bra that I would never want to show anyone. I typically don't like traditional underwire bras, but Skims changed that. I'm literally wearing one right now. And there's one for literally every kind of shirt that you could be wearing. There's so many different pieces. I really love the wireless form t-shirt bra, the weightless scoop bra, and the no-show online demi bra. Skims bras are made with innovative technology to give you the best shape and support. Plus, every bra is designed with the comfiest and softest materials, so you feel like you're wearing nothing at all. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Want to do some awkward sex? Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. And let me stop the podcast for two seconds to just say, tell a friend, tell a co Tell several. Tell, tell several. We'll take one. Small changes make a big difference, just like we just said. So one friend, I want you to take out your phone right now and... Beep, boop, pop, boop, boop. Send a text. Let them know about you up. Send them the link. Let's do it. Awkward sex. You ready? Yes. Guys, help. I'm not going to read the TLDR. Okay. Is that okay? That's fine. I'm going to re- go right to the full story. Let's just go right to the full story. Yeah, the, the, you guys don't have to produce the show for us. Let me just <laughs> let you guys... We, we can figure it out. I was out. thinking of uh, getting rid of that, but then I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 like, what I are we going to do? I think that's a good read, decision read, on your part. Read three sentences. Let's read the, we fucking chose it. So let's do let's it. Let's read the know? email. I met a guy on Hinge, went on five dates, fairly close in succession. I live in a big city and quarantine has been slowly lifting, which means we've been able to meet in person at bars. He's a fun guy and we have a lot of shared interests, but are at different places in lives. Uh, He's in grad school and is spending his summer playing video games. And I have an established career that keeps me super busy. I mentioned this because I don't think either of us really saw a long-term relationship happening and actually discussed that he's not sure what he's looking for at this stage in his life. That's a whole nother email, but okay. Right. Uh, but we have, uh, but we're having fun. That's nice to hear. But we're having fun going out, drinking together, and the hookups thus far have been great. Not much more I can ask for after a dry, lonely quarantine. Man, that's the saddest book ever written. Dry, lonely quarantine. Wow. The, <laughs> I just uh, <laughs> imagine like a winter, 
like yeah. scene a, a little... desert i'm envisioning yeah. like a isolated <laughs> yeah, yeah. desert yeah desert makes more sense just a cactus and a little you know tumbleweed <laughs> Ooh, <my>. hairy legs <laughs> yeah Ooh, my vagina's dry Ooh, it's like a country western Ooh, fucked a dude Ooh, the whole quarantine <laughs> on oh our fifth God. date <laughs> on, our fifth, <laughs> on our fifth date he came back to my place after having sex he went to use the bathroom he came back told me he saw and she puts this in quotes saw my birth control in the garbage and wants to know why i'm not taking it anymore I laughed because what he actually saw was an empty birth control pack with one week worth of placebo pills. These are sugar pills that aren't necessary to take. I explained this to him, but seemingly not understanding, he goes on about how I'm, quote unquote, tricking him and asked, quote, what I'm trying to do exactly. I took this as him implying I'm trying to have him uh, trying to have him get me pregnant. That I mean, wouldn't you agree? That's what he's implying. Yeah, that's yeah. That, yeah that's, what are you trying to pull here? <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> like what else could he be asking right. about? I'm extremely diligent about my birth control and made sure before having sex with him that we were on the same page. Not only was this offensive, but it made me wonder how much of an expe- explanation did I need to give him? He kept going on and on and actually started to make me feel like the crazy one. Is my exact birth control regimen really any of his business? Anyways, he left and we haven't spoken since. It's been a week. I'm 28. He's 29. This was not the first time we had sex. Did I dodge a bullet or should I have been more understanding? Sincerely, a pill a day keeps the babies away. Jordana, what do you think? I love this email because it just shows how like narcissistic men are that like the fact that we'd want to trap this video game playing unemployed grad student. (laughs) He's like, what are you like? That's our target. Like if I'm trying to like, like trick a guy into getting me pregnant, he's going to be like in the NBA or something. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) He's not going to (laughs) be. He's going to have leaving. Yeah. He has 20 mil in the bank. It, right. At a minimum. Yeah. yeah. If I'm going to be like the worst version of myself that I could ever be, it's definitely sure. not going to be for, you know, a guy <laughs> who's playing Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Hours I, a day. <laughs> worrying um, about it. Yeah. 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 So I, I just think, about- I, and it's all, I feel like it's always those guys too. Like we read these emails. It's always the guy so, who like is like 22 and like sure. th- has like some entry level job that's like sh- paranoid that the, that the women are going to take him for everything he's worth. Listen, which is nothing. It would be a lie. (laughs) It would be a lie if I hadn't, if I didn't see myself in him. Like I, I I, listen. I, I'm embarrassed to say that this exists in a lot of guys, and I am not a hero in this scenario. So, remember when I was leading the women's march? Well, I am not anymore. The baton. (laughs) Yeah, this is now. I am this guy. I, I. I'm laughing with you because you're a hundred percent right. This guy is a narcissist. This guy is a the ego is crazy. This is the worst age to catch a guy. Because especially grad school guy. Because grad school guy is like he's like he's nothing but dreams. Nothing but 
Um, you know, the, the zero reality, zero reality. The billions are coming, even though he doesn't pay his own rent. He doesn't even have a job. All he has to do is study and play video games and he gets an A on a test and he thinks, of course, I'm going to be Bill Gates. Of course, I'm going to be the next Elon Musk. This guy is all dreams, no reality. So, of (laughs) course, in his dreams, you are like on board for like, oh, he's going to be successful. I got to get hitch him up with a baby so I can make sure I'm on the wave <laughs> to so I'm on the set for stardom for the rest. And yeah, this is complete and under bullshit. And also it shows you how little faith he has in YouTube being anything more. You think? I think it does. I think I don't think this is like a. Rede- I don't think he's like. You wouldn't. You wouldn't say that to a girl that you were like planning on dating. No, I wouldn't <laughs> be like, "Oh my god, oh you're not even taking the birth control. How could you do this to me?" Have you? Do you are you as a man? Are you aware of like the placebo pill birth control so situation? The, the more we do awkward sex, the more we come to realize that men have zero clue with the female anatomy and the birth control situation. This is like very revealing. Right. I I do know about the placebo. I didn't know that you could just toss it away. Like I didn't like I I, go 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 ahead. I'm sorry. To explain it. um, Basically, like, I mean, I'm on the NuvaRing, but for people who take birth control pills, basically it comes. There's it's a 28 day thing. There's a pill for Mm -hmm. every single day. But then the last week of pill pills is the week that you get your period usually. Um, and so they're like, they're, they're fake pills. They're like sugar pills that you can take just so that you don't get out of the habit of like taking a pill every day. So you don't have to like keep track of like, did I, sure. I don't have to take it. So they're like, you can take them, but you can also just choose to like toss them and start again in a week. Yeah. So I knew <laughs> that, but like, I don't think, you know, like for me, First, there, there's a thought in my head that the placebo, I thought just like when the you're taught to to know that the placebo is like is, I, I think like the confusion comes in that you're taught that the placebo, the idea of it is that no one knows they're taking the placebo. So like oh. the knowledge, I think like the like when you do when you if you were to like go in, for no, like you, a, you know, they're a different color. What, but that's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm, right. I'm saying like like the definition of placebo. Oh, like, okay. I see what you're it, saying. It's like 10 people get a pill and five have the real one and five have right. the placebo. Right. The idea that you don't know if it, if it is or it isn't. Yeah. They give so, you a little more power than that. In the- <laughs> this, is, this is what I'm saying. I think for yeah. a guy, like I'm trying to, f- I'm trying to empathize with his stupidity at, because I'm not very far away from him. Again, mm-hmm. 10% away. I knew about the placebo, but the idea that like, that it's just there and you cannot take them like the everything you say makes sense to me as a as a you know a medium brained person <laughs> but also <laughs> there's like there is the thought of like man i guess i never thought of that that right. you would just not take them i could see but, how i can see that you know like i yeah i like like the placebo feedback like but if i went to my the girl that i was having sex with and she was like hey if she explained it the way you just explained it to me, I go, oh, okay, that makes sense. I can stop worrying. But I, I also understand that, like, you know, when I was single and I was having casual sex, you worry about everyone you have sex with. Right. So if you, let's say you were this guy, you discover, you see this 
five, you know, it's probably uh, seven days, whatever the pill situation is in the garbage. Would you say something? Yes. But my, I think I would be more creative. I, I, I am a writer. You, you might know that. Be like, can I have one of these gum pieces of gum in your, (laughs) there, that's the thing. Like, most of my life, I have been giving advice and talking to friends and coming up with sitcom solutions. My buddy Irwin, he always tells me, he's like, you always... Irwin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talk all the time. We talk like every day. So he always says, he's like, you always have these like King of Queens, Doug Heffernan solutions to very easy problems. Okay. And I, I've been doing this my whole life. So like... The way this guy did it, he did it like a bull in China shop. He's like, what the fuck is this? Are you taking the pill? Like, I would right. go, I would see that and i go, what's this? Like, I would come up with a, a, a scheme. Right. To question well, a non, non-aggressive. Way less aggressive. My, right. my version yeah. would be, my version would have some sort of thought of like, yeah, this could be offensive. And, and right. I like, I do understand where she was offended because you're basically, this guy is basically saying, I don't want you ruining my future success with some fucking baby, you know, like, and it's like, listen, I, I remember one time I hooked up with this girl and we hooked up and I was like, I don't want to have sex. And I might've told this before, but I was like, I don't want to. And she's very pretty, very nice. And, and like a good person. And, and I was like, like, like all the girls I've hooked up with, but I'm saying like, just like, there's no reason. I wasn't like, like, Oh no, this, this, this uh, this coke whore might try to have my baby. Like it was like a normal person, and I remember she was like, we were about to have sex, and I was like, eh, let's not. Let's just like let's do. You know, I'll go down on you. You go down on me. That's how I. That's how I hook up. Okay, ah, you, you do me. Scratch I do my you. back. I'll scratch yeah, yeah, yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, why don't you want to have sex? And I remember being like, ah, babies. And she started laughing at me. She's like, you think I want your fucking baby? Like, and I'm like, oh right. yeah, you probably don't. But like. I don't know. You know, like I'd rather I think like the whole conversation about like birth control and being safe is you give up control, you know, like and in that situation, like you can really you have to be, trust the person. Yeah. And, and it's like right. and then the woman why not just like, wear well, a condom? Well, I mean, I'm a condom wearer. I would I would. Of yeah. course, you know, like I, I agreed. But even on a like if someone was if, if I was dating someone and she was like, well, I'm on the pill. Or if I was having sex with someone and she was like, I was on the pill, I'd still want to wear a condom. Like there's, that's me. That's my personal thing because I'm like, I don't want to deal with the head trash that comes with it. Right. With having to like the lack of control of knowing what. I want to. Yeah. I I want to know that I've done everything in my power to be safe. And, you know, also with STDs and just like, why not wear a condom? I'm not one of those people that's like a condom. How could I even get off? Like, I'm not one of those people, but like. Right. I know those people exist. And for this guy, like, you know, he's basically putting all his eggs in one pill basket and he feels that that basket has a hole in it when he sees the things in the right in the garbage and which he's wrong about it. And it shows how stupid he is. Well, the question, I guess, is like um, he kept going on and on and like how much of it is his business i don't think that it's an issue for him to ask i think that's a question that if you're going to have sex with someone you you kind of should ask and like have an understanding of i think that's almost or 
Like, I don't think it's like none of, if, if you, if I was going to sleep with a guy and he was like, are you on birth control? I wouldn't be like, none of your fucking business. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, the, like, I feel like, I feel like if a random person on the street asked me that, I might say that, sure. but like that person has a reason for wanting to know. <laughs> yeah. And, and I would assume that makes the sex better when both people are more comfortable and a little more trusting. Yeah, I think a man, I don't I mean, maybe this is not feminist, but I think a man that you're sleeping with has a right to know if you're on something that will prevent you from getting pregnant or not. I think that's a positive thing. Um, I, I think it's a good thing, too. I Yeah, I don't think I don't think she has to tell him, but I think she has to be OK with the consequence of not telling her. Right. Like like if she's in bed, like if I was in bed with a woman and I said, to you know, if I just like what you just said, like if I said to you, like. Hey, I just want to know like what type of birth control you're on. And you went, get the fuck out of my life. I would go, it was nice to meet you. I'm going to get going. This was a lot right. of fun. Like, I just wouldn't have sex with you. Um, so I think, like, she said, my exact birth control regimen. I think it's more offensive, and the bullet is dodged just by how immature he went about this conversation. Right. I think the question of, of wondering about the pills like that, I could see why that would give someone anxiety, especially if they didn't know what like placebo pills were or like what the situation I can totally see that I think that's fine the way to do it I wouldn't even be that offended about like hey I was in your bath your bathroom I happened to see like your birth control pills in the garbage like I'm just getting a little anxious like is that something that's like cool like if someone had presented it to me is like it just being something that gave them anxiety and they wanted to know what the deal was I think I'd be like totally fine with explaining it to them if they came off aggressive and like Mm -hmm. why are you trying to trap me I think that that really starts the conversation off in a very <laughs> I mean, bad I, place. Yeah, that's a that that is him revealing his misogyny. It's revealing his uh, like idiocy. It's revealing that how he thinks of you as a person, right? And 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 I think like to boil it down to like, should I be should I give a man my birth control? That's a different question. You know, like I I think where you know like I the part that I wouldn't want to fuck is his is his demeanor not not right. his like quite like and believe me i have been this person that's like overly like questioning like overly asking about like hey what's your birth control method what's going on before yeah. we jump into this and i think that's, that's cool yeah I, I i i i think that's like the i think that's a conversation that makes sex better to me and if you're holding out on that information like i'm and, and if someone gets tricky or weird i'm always like I'm going right. to I'd I'd rather not have fun for these one minute and 30 seconds than to not then then to have stress for a whole month. It's so funny. Women should use that. But instead of asking about birth control, they could be like, so like, are you going to text me tomorrow? <laughs> like this whole I'll have a lot less anxiety in this whole thing. Yeah. If you just let me you know, are you going to text me tomorrow? Let's put a little. Let's put. <laughs> let's put an alarm in your calendar to text me at three p.m. Right, and I'll and take the birth control at the same time, and same we'll both time. have no anxiety. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Right? There, there. It's just funny the way that you describe that is like kind of how I would encounter like my decision to sleep with a guy. I'm kind of like, <laughs> do I feel like he's gonna like be like? still contacting me after this because if i don't i'm gonna have more anxiety during this experience <laughs> it's true <laughs> or if not if not if he doesn't have an answer it might not be worth the 90 seconds of fun well, well, well that's the thing how do they how does their 
how does their body language react to such a conversation? Like that, that to me was always important where it's like, how does their body language react to my talk with birth control? That to me tells me how comfortable someone is with sex and how comfortable someone is with me. You know what I mean? Like it kind of says a lot. So if you were like, Hey, so when's that text coming tomorrow? And I was like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you're like, well, okay, I guess, guess it's not coming. I guess maybe I shouldn't fuck you. Right. Well, you know, <laughs> do you have a name for that? Um, something with the, t- I mean, uh, private birth control, detective birth control. Pri- I don't know. What do you think? Placebo pressure. There you go. Um, conspiracy quietus. Investigo- investigatory intercourse. Sherlock Shag. Nice. I like conspiracy. What, I- <laughs> what was it? A conspiracy one? That was my favorite. Conspiracy quietus. Coitus. Coitus. Is that how you say it? I think so. I don't know. I can't pronounce anything. Yeah, I don't even know what a placebo is. We are sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Some of us go for a run, take a nap, read a book. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and to make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I love BetterHelp because it's an easier way into professional therapy. It is a toe in the water. I love that they have a questionnaire that matches you with a licensed therapist. If you're sitting there and you've never been to therapy, what a perfect way to get in the game. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash UUP today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com com slash UUP. You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not be saving while doing it? Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because our members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, and more. You know I love to find the best deals. You know I'm a deal searcher. You know I like deals. Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. You know I love points. So you can use Rakuten to get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every single category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, travel, dining, and so much more. Rakuten has your favorite brands like Bloomingdale's, Blue Mercury, and Zappos. The stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. That's wonderful. You're already shopping at these places. Why not? Get in on the game. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. Let's do an email. You ready? Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. Right. Hit, hit it. Hey, Jared and Joanna. I love your podcast. My friend had a dating conundrum and I immediately thought of you all and what your reaction or advice would be. She went on a first date with a guy she met on a dating app. That he had a giant long beard that wasn't featured in any of his pics on the dating app. She thought it was unattractive, but it enjoyed the date besides the beard. They kissed at the end of the night, and she told me it felt like kissing Santa Claus. 
She, I don't know how she ho, would go, what that ho, feels like. Ho. <laughs> she would go out with him again, but the beard is a deal breaker. How can she tell him she wants him to cut his beard? Should she tell him this after only the first date? Um, I was thinking about if genders were reversed and how displeased I would be with the guy. I would be if a guy said to me, hey, your hair is a lot shorter than it is in any of your photos on Hinge, and I'm not into it. But this is different because the beard would affect her physically if if things got physical. What are your thoughts? What know. what a hilarious right. like um like what a hilarious rationalization. Um, rationalization. Yeah. The like well this is right. different cuz physically I could be injured by his poofy beard. Like what does get that even mean? Here. Yeah. I I don't you know. Like again, like when I don't shave and like I kissed Jess. She's like, you made my face all red. Like, I, I don't like, like, I don't think that like, I, I it's don't like know. a little irritating, but it's not like it's like a real physical barrier. She's not going to dump me. You right. Know? Like, like, Oh, I had we'll to see. go. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, what do you think about, I don't think that the hair, like, first of all, the way she's presented this, like, I would be displeased if a guy said to me, hey, your hair is a lot shorter than in any of your other f- photos on Hinge. I'm not into it. Like, that doesn't happen. That's not the way this all goes. Well, how does it go? You got, well, you guys go on a date and you fade out and it fizzles out because the guy was and like, And it's oh, because of the hair? I, I, may, I, can't under, I can't see that being, to me... Like I've, I'm always like a little put off by the idea that, and I think the story of a completely different person showing up than their pictures on the app is such a told story and happens way less than the actuality. Like maybe the actuality they were like, is probably something more like this, right? Like there's I a slight like, physical difference, a slight, but you, they are a little like, fatter. They're a little, a little shorter. Exactly. They're a little, you know, like, I think we've the story. It's an easy one to tell to create a straw man or woman where you're like, and they showed up and they were a thousand pounds more. It's like, that's <laughs> not true. Right. Like to say everyone I've gone on dates with from a dating app has looked very much like what I was like. It wasn't like, a totally yeah. different person. They and, usually and look like two. I usually uh, leave a cushion of like two points less attractive than um, they look in their pictures, as most sure. people are, and, the, and the, <laughs> as most of us are, yeah, me yeah. myself included. So I, mm. I think, what do you think if the person showed like a beard can be like the whole? I mean, also with quarantine, a lot of people did the quarantine beard. I did beard. a mustache. That's like, true. I, so yeah. like it's not to say just because you saw a beard on the first. This is a tougher one than that. I think this is a tough decision. I I appreciate the email now that I've hammered this person. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't th- I do yeah. appreciate well, the email. I agree in terms of like the quarantine thing. Like this might not be like a permanent look. And I also think like there's so many things that like if you had a good time with the person and they look slightly different than you thought they were gonna look. I think that's something that like you could get over. Like if you were like. Mike also had like a, a quarantine mustache. I went on my first date with him and he showed up with that. Maybe there wouldn't be a second date, but that would be a shame. Cause like I was, Cause, I thought it was funny like three years in. So. Cause look at you now. <laughs> it's right. like, well, th- that's the other thing. It's like, I do understand that if you went on a date with Mike and he had a mustache, you'd be like, is he fucking with me? Does he not care? 
about this right. date. But here's what I will tell every woman out there. Everything a guy that you see on a man, he did to fuck. Everything he wears, he thinks he looks the best in. Everything he drives or he does, we all want, like, like the idea of, like, women dressing for other Who's women. Who's telling you this? What do you mean? Who's <laughs> like, telling what, them that? that... No, but that's, that's the whole point, is that <laughs> they, it, it, nobody has, men have such a crazy ego, as we saw from the last email, that we have this thing. Where it's like, I, I remember I was in Rhode Island once and there was this guy with like, he was driving this crazy car that was making a lot of noise and he had like, his hair was like wild and crazy and he just looked like a douche. But in my mind, I was like, it's crazy that he did all that because he thinks it gets him laid. Like right. it's not, he didn't do that because he wanted to show off to other guys. He did that because he thought a certain type of woman would like it. So... And and I know women dress for other women. Women, you know, there's a lot more like, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. For men, you have to remember that everything we're doing is because we thought we think a girl will think it's hot. So that's to say that what if she like mentioned something, he would get rid of it. If he, yeah, I think like if she was like, "What's going on with the beard?" and he was like, "I don't know, I just like it." What do you think? And she was like. I like you clean shaven. I saw it on the thing. And he would go the next day. He'd probably show up or maybe like a month later. If if things got more serious, he'd make it clean shaven. Yeah. I, I have the same thing with I sometimes have a beard and sometimes I think it makes my face look way fatter than it is. And I will catch myself in certain angles and I'll be like, man, this beard, I got to get rid of it. Jess likes scruff. She like and she's mentioned it to me a few times. So. I'm going to let there be scruff a little more often than maybe I would do it because right. I'm like, I want her, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that like she'd like throw me out in the streets, you ugly piece of shit. I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to wear scruff a little bit more because my lady like a scruff. I go home to my family in Florida or, if I, or whatever. If I see my mom, every time I have a beard, my mom will go. Oh, the beard. Are you going to get rid of the beard? She goes on and on. It's like a never in it. You're going to get rid of the beard. Oh, oh. I'm not going to listen to my mom more than I listen to Jess. One, right. one of them gets me off. The other does not. <laughs> so, so. We'll let the audience decide which is which. So, so I'm saying this is like, I understand like when you reverse the genders We'll let the, the audience. I understand when you switch the genders, you're like, well, I would be offended. I think it's a little different for a guy. I wouldn't even find that that offensive. I mean, like, especially if it's something that you can change pretty easily, like a beard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Not, this isn't like 10 pounds. Like if you cut off your hair, you can't you can't like get that hair. But like those comments are annoying because there's not really much you can do about it, too. But if someone's like if someone was like, I like when you wear that top. Or like, I like when you wear your hair like that, I wouldn't be like, like, oh, you wear your hair like that in the pictures. Like, I like that when you wore your hair like that or something. I don't know. Listen, I, 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 I remember Jess got like a haircut that was shorter than she wanted. And I was like, I love it. I was like, you look hot. She was like, and then like, it became this thing of like, I, it, it has to grow back. I got to grow it back. I, I, and it, it like, it was so not about me that it was like interesting. <laughs> like, like, like if I got a haircut, where I like shaved all my hair off and Jess was like, oh my God, it's crazy. Oh my God. I would keep it. The mustache. She used to look at me with the mustache and she would go, 
ooh, there's something about it. And I was like, I guess I'm keeping it. Right. It's fun. It's fun to watch you get a little hot and bothered by this different look. I I don't think the same goes the other way. Like I I don't think like if I was like Jess, do the pixie. Like I don't think she would like do it. <laughs> like, for do me. it. Yeah. No. I agree. <laughs> yeah. So there's a little bit so, less than that. So if I think I, this yeah. guy. Like I think it's a. I think say like if she went this if she had a fun time with this guy and everything's great but the beard. Go out again, and, and maybe it comes up, and you say, hey, wh- wh- this is a different look than what I signed up for. What's going right. on? Right. What made you decide to grow the beard? You clearly haven't had it that long, because it's yeah. not your dating app pictures. Yeah. Exactly. Like, and then it's a like a fun, thing. funny conversation. And he, and he might look at you and go, oh, this is my new life. I go to beard clubs, and I – you know, like, maybe you find out it's a more <laughs> – like in depth the beard thing, of the month like, club. Yeah, yeah, I gotta get the fuck out of this. But but if it were, may- you would imagine that'd be on his dating profile. You would imagine, or he's just getting into this new beard hobby, and that's something you gotta. You're not deal the girl with. for him. <laughs> you're not the girl. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on, and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear. Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Let's play some games. You ready? Let's do it. This is an email slash red flag or deal breaker. I've been dating this guy for a few months and I really like him. But recently there's been something that I'm struggling to look past. I'm curious to hear your thoughts. So a little while back, the two of us were having a cute moment and hugging while we were making dinner. He reached toward the side of my neck and I heard a kiss sound, but I didn't feel it. I was confused, but then it dawned on me that he kissed his own bicep instead. I don't know if he noticed and it, and it was early in the relationship, so I didn't want to embarrass him, but then it happened a few more times. So I'm starting to think it's on purpose. He's gotten into working out over the past year. So maybe there's something weird going on. He seems so normal otherwise. And I should have, I should have made a joke about it when it first happened, but it caught me off guard. So I didn't even think to now it feels like it's been too long. So Jared and Jordana, what do you think? Red flag or deal breaker? (laughs) This is like one of those fun emails that I like, I can kind of like, it could be a bigger problem than just the fun email. You think 
Well, the one thing she wrote in the email, and I've been through this before, where she writes, he's gotten into working out over the past year or so. I don't know how much he's gotten into working out, but like I have been that person where like I went through like a body transformation and then you're like <laughs> you have this like newfound we've talked about this on the podcast before with like guy who loses a bunch of weight. You're right. you have this fat brain inside of a new bot instead of an inside of a not fat body. So, so it kind of feeling feels, yourself. You're feeling yourself. You're not sure how to like act with it. You're not sure how to, you're not sure what confidence is. You're trying to mimic confidence. So like when you hear that someone kisses their bicep, like that's like the most jokey form of I'm strong. Like that's out of a movie from the twenties. Right. You know, or the fifties. Like it's like, it doesn't like to me, it like for him to not know it's a joke or he looks ridiculous doing it. it, 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 it he needs to know it's ridiculous. How should she tell him? She's got to make fun of it. And and if he doesn't know it, then the working out has gone to his head. How would you phrase how would you phrase that if you were her? Hey, I would say, "Hey Popeye, what is going what's on? Go- <laughs> what's up with the <laughs> What's up with, what's the, up with the kissing yeah. of your arm?" Right. <laughs> yeah, right? Wouldn't right. wouldn't like I don't even know if Popeye reference even works on the audience we speak to. You you right? You know yeah, Popeye. Pop, I know Popeye. Popeye the you know Sailor Popeye. Man? Yeah. Hey, Popeye, what, what's going on? He's a pop on? culture spi- icon. Okay, so maybe that would work. So, hey, Popeye, what's you need some spinach with that arm kiss? Like something to like, and for him to, he either knows it's ridiculous and he's waiting for you to make fun of it, or he doesn't know it's ridiculous and he needs to be snapped needs back to into know. reality. <laughs> yeah, because right now, especially, that's the only sentence that rang, like kind of like jumped out at me where it's like fitness and getting into that world. Like it's very good. I don't, I think anything's good in moderation. Listen, right. I'm working with a trainer and I've been very happy to do it. His name is for at four zag on Instagram. Everyone should go follow him. Let me give him a small plug because I've had just working out with him over the phone has been like a fantastic relief for me during quarantine. But, um, I also understand that I'm not going to stop drinking. I'm not going to stop eating things that I love. I'm not going to stop being, you know, but I, I know at a younger age, it was, it's, it was tougher for me to transition from, I see myself as this, you know, fat underdog person to now losing weight. And how do I deal with that in society? So (laughs) I, I know I just took a very fun thing and made it more serious, but that's there's a couple versions of this and if a girl did that to me it wouldn't be a deal breaker it would be only a deal breaker if she if i couldn't make fun of it right what say you i would also try i think like if he's doing that it's some some way maybe some subtle or not so subtle way to like try to see if anyone if you notice Mm -hmm. that he like looks good so maybe i would just try like giving a little compliment and maybe that'll feel less of a need to like obviously accentuate whatever biceps he has like that could work um i would try that and then i would would make fun of it if if all else fails make fun of it and then see his reaction because if he does get a little too defensive then he is kind of a weirdo and i might be out it's also a very much more male thing to do if i saw a woman kissing her by i was like what is going on you know like i get it but yeah a guy i could see this happening way more agreed let's do another let's do another they miss your first date 
because they accidentally put their head down and took a five-hour nap. Jordana, what do you think? I know we have the rule where, like, you're allowed to kind of, like, do one reschedule, but if you don't, mm. if it's not like before, I think I'd be out. So I've heard this happens. This isn't like. So out people of the, say. So people say. This is not out of the realm of possibilities. I think uh, it would it would be at least a red flag just because it would give me the idea that like they didn't really care or prioritize the date enough that they set an alarm. Mm-hmm. If they thought I, that was even a possibility. I think my brother did this to someone once and he called me and he felt so bad and he's like, what do I do? And I was like, you gotta like say, apologize and give a, an all, you know, give a rescheduled date, but what can you do? Like, you know, right. you, you, you passed out. I, and listen, like, especially when you're going on these like week at, weekday dates, you come back from work, you come back from a workout, you put your head down, you're like, I got 15 minutes and then you wake up and like, this can happen. It can. But I agree with you. Like you, you also have the right to like not sign up for that person. Like it right. would, it, it would, it would be, um, if someone did this to me, I would need to, it would go into the list of other things that make me decide to go on a date with them. Red flags. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'd be like, was I even excited for this date? Was I excited to meet this person? Is it someone I met from a dating right. app? If I met this first, if, if, if my first date was someone that like got introduced to me from a family member, I would give him another chance. If it was right. from a dating app, I maybe not. But I, I if you were on the fence, you might, might, fence, might be you're yeah. out. Yeah. If I was on the fence before, it would be a deal breaker. But if I was like truly excited for this date, I'd be like, it happens. Right. But I'd always remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is like they've given up their one shot. Like. Again, like what you said is very important where it's like, you know, like if they if they they couldn't even set an alarm, how excited could they be for this day? Right. That's really the part that I would find like annoying. Like, but if they re- if they were like really, really sorry and tried to reschedule like immediately, I think I'd get over it. Yeah. Let's do one more. All right. They have photos of themselves with multiple partners they've been in relationships with over the last few years on their Instagram. This wouldn't be a deal breaker for me, but it would be like it would keep make me keep you at arm's length. Like you would you would be like this person's wants is going to is going to be looking for is not casual. Not casual. Also, like if if it, if it within three scrolls of your Instagram, I see three different boyfriends. I'm like, OK. I'm like, because that's kind of what they're saying right mm-hmm. here. Like, if I went three scrolls and saw three different guys that with all strong eyebrows, I'd be like, okay, um, this person's. Go- I'm going to assume that this person's gonna want a less casual relationship, and they're going to, you know, they're gonna push ahead for something more serious. And I could be anyone. There's, you know, like you could be next. I could be next. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it wouldn't be a deal breaker, but it would be something that would give me pause. How about you? I'd have a lot of stalking to do. I can tell you that. You you have a lot of work. I have a lot of work to work with. (laughs) Well, they've given you the gift of entertainment, too. Right. Um, Yeah, I think it would give me a little bit of pause just in the sense of like, you know, it seems like this person's always in a relationship that doesn't last that long and like... Mm -hmm. 
that they're like it would make me also feel it would be less important to be on their instagram because it's clear that they like you know that are not that big, serious about that, it yeah that wasn't a big deal in the in the in the things to check off the box right but i would have a lot to work with which would be yeah. fun for a few hours <laughs> a fun night for you and your friends yeah i'd call it a red flag also i think i'd still yeah. go out with them well well we did it again jordana great episode per usual we uh every listen people this is week two of the bonus episodes we got a bonus episode coming this sunday so don't fret we got a deal jay, reveal deal reveal jay and jay won't leave you leave you hanging so get ready for sunday keep sharing the podcast keep sending your emails uup at betches.com we'll be back next episode bye you up is hosted by jared freed and jordana abraham our editor is sean kilby social media by abby lloyd artwork by Brittany levine our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Be sure to follow us at, at UUP Pod on Instagram and email your questions to UUP at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Lee. Lee creates denim that gets better with age, the ones you reach for to feel your best again and again. Their denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail, a classic. The Rider Jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Lee's spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. And you can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, L-E-E.com. That's L-E-E.com to shop spring looks now. Betches.